0: Hey, y'all, this is Confidently Free
1: and Mr. Cornerstone,
0: and you are listening to another episode of the Becoming Becoming One Podcast. Podcast. So thank you guys for tuning in with us once more. If you've been listening and rocking with us and hello to the first timers, we appreciate you taking this time out to listen and be a part of this conversation. And before we get into this, I want to give a shout out to Rose C, the Haitian Mama, you are so awesome for the voice messages that you have sent and left us. We appreciate it. Thank you so much for engaging with us. Definitely, everybody, if you haven't heard her podcast, please check it out, just take a listen to it. She's doing all the light shedding on being a mama, because it's real sometimes, y'all. So check her podcast out. Just wanna let y'all know that.
1: I got her on uh my schedule for tomorrow too. Well, not her but her podcast. Yes. You know what I mean? Hopefully In the I can lineup. connect. She done sent us two voicemails mm. on Anchor. So if anybody else wants to send us a voice message on Anchor, uh it's really simple. And we do listen to them. Um she sent us two so far, which is dope. But I have her on my schedule tomorrow. You know, Chad I am I'm gonna return the love. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you.
0: Thank you. So Travis, how are you?
1: I'm Gucci. Got uh some monitors for my workstation. Got it, your stuff out of my.
2: Fit.
1: Got your stuff out of my work area. So now I'm I'm about to get some real work done. Increase my efficiency.
2: mm mm-hmm.
1: Mhm. Mhm. All your stuff is off the area, so now I can yabba, oh, yabba, yes, yabba dabba do.
0: Yeah, all my stuff's gone. Mm. Anywho, well, I'm glad to hear that you're doing Gucci. Mm-hmm. I'm good. I'm just tired, but story of my life right now. But it's all right. I got some things done today and I'm pretty happy about Have that. You
1: been drinking your water?
0: I did drink some water today.
1: Have you been drinking enough water?
0: I did not drink enough water today. Why? Is it is it my speech and my what, what's wrong? Don't weird?
1: No, you just need to drink your water.
0: Oh, yeah I know. <sighs> Y'all bear with me. I ain't been drinking my water and it's not okay. But anywho so, y'all already know what it's about. You already know I'm to do. I'm about to hit you with the quote of today because that's what I do. I hit you with quotes. This quote says, it is a wise father that knows his own child. That quote is by William Shakespeare. Thoughts. Big Willie. <laughs> Big Willie. Wow, that could go so many ways. Yeah, that's anyway. what she said. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> It's on the quote, man,
1: no, that uh, it just reminds me of TJ, mm-hmm. but I mean, you're always learning your kid, though. So, like, you know, your kid, but you're always learning your kid, mm-hmm. you know, their traits, you know, their habits. Like, TJ, I know when he's uh, lying or if he's telling the truth, which has been a big issue in the past couple of weeks, more so than regular. Mm-hmm. But I think it's just more so we're on the Like the train of tackling this particular issue at this moment. Mm -hmm. Because there's always something that we're like, okay, this needs to be like reeled in or whatever. But
0: I think his impulsivity is getting, I don't want to say getting the best of him. But I think after he snaps out of that impulsive behavior and you draw attention to it, then he's checking in with the reality of, oh man, I shouldn't have been doing whatever I was doing. I don't want to get in trouble. How am I going to get out of this situation? But it's
1: not even just his impulsivity. Mm -hmm. Like there's, there's, he's thought about some of this stuff. Mm. Like when he was messing with that jail, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: he thought about that lie and he told it to you. Yeah. So he had time to think about it. Mm -hmm. And then when you were gone to Aaliyah's appointment, I asked him about it, not knowing that you asked him about it. Mm -hmm. And in my mind, I was wondering, like, I know good and well. Monet saw this Mm -hmm. because I asked
0: I was like why is it looking like that
1: so I knew that you talked to her Uh but then he started doing that thing
0: his whole body language just changes drastically it's like the snap of a finger
1: so he had time to think about it and then he lied anyway Mm -hmm. and that for me like I guess that I'm just playing off of the quote Um, I know that, Mm -hmm. but I don't know because I know his attributes, but I'm still learning him. Right. Like, I don't know why he's lying. It's not like he actually gets in trouble like we talk to him.
0: Well, sometimes he's lying because he just doesn't want to miss something or he doesn't want to be absent from whatever is going on. So sometimes he doesn't think something bad's gonna happen. He just fear missing out, if you
1: will. Yeah, well, he definitely goes to his room and whatnot. But yeah, so he's had time to think about these things, like they lie. And then, like, when, with that one, I just, like, I'm not letting this go. Mm-hmm. For the longest, for the longest, we, I'm sorry, y'all, my allergies are acting up right now. But for the longest time, we've been telling him that, you know, I'm not going, or I've been telling him, I think you said the same thing to him. But I have directly told him that I'm not going to think of my son as a person that will lie to me. I don't want to think of him that way. So then, for me, when in that instant, it was huge. Like, it was a huge deal. Because um, I just flat out told him that I don't believe you. And he just got in trouble anyway. And then after he got in trouble, um, he was in his room. Not immediately. Yeah, immediately. He was in his room for... I don't know how long it was longer than usual but it wasn't a tremendous amount of time I remember um but anyway afterwards I just told him that yeah you've been doing this a lot and you 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 keep lying to us so you're not telling us the truth and I don't know if I can trust you right now or at this point mm-hmm. I don't know if I can trust you at that point so to me that was huge and I don't even know if that's like right to to say, but at this point I'm like yo i <laughs> i can't I can't trust what you say,
2: mm-hmm. and
1: it's been showing up because uh I still am looking at him and trying to figure out like is he actually telling the truth mm-hmm. and the he still has like some of this and now he's he he's been doing better, i think, but yeah, so
0: I get it. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, that quote definitely speaks to our current state. So what I want to kind of talk about today is since we're wrapping up the month of fatherhood, June, like how do you feel parenting a boy is different or the same or what are the similarities? What are the differences from parenting a boy versus parenting girls?
1: Um, I think it's just different because you play a different role in their life naturally, I guess. But you just still have to find out like who they are mm-hmm. and what they want, because the one of the girls could just as easily have been a mama's girl and have run to you. I I think so, but <laughs> like TJ more off. But then part of me thinks that some of that is because of earlier on when I was working in Grand Rapids I wasn't as home as much as I am now Mm -hmm. so he had more time with you so then how much of a role does that play into our current relationship you know what I mean
0: I understand what you mean as it pertains to TJ
1: yeah but with Atara like the only time that I was gone with Atara was when I was in Virginia for training Hmm. and she was like too young to remember right so with atara she is a daddy's girl Hmm. and i love it because if for me it feels like she wants me for who i am even though she's like just a little baby mm-hmm. like she'll come to me just because, mm-hmm. like TJ, you have to have something. You have to be looking
0: for, like, what can you do for me right now? Exactly,
1: like you have to have uh, a game, or a toy, or a basketball, or a TV, mm-hmm. or you know whatever. Or you have to be entertaining him mm-hmm. in some way. With Atara, it's just like, oh, there he is.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, let me go and I don't know, slap his arm or something. Mm-hmm. Whatever she's, whatever she has. In her mind, to do mm-hmm. or jump on my stomach or back mm-hmm. or head or neck or whatever she can climb on,
2: mm-hmm.
1: Um, or if she sees me go downstairs, she wants to go downstairs because of going downstairs.
2: Yeah,
1: doesn't matter if the TV's on or not. Right. With with TJ, he's not moving unless whatever he's doing is serving done. him. Yeah.
0: Now, do you think that's because of the age he is? I don't know. Never had a five-year-old before.
2: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I don't know. But I, part of that seems to be the same as other fathers with older kids. When they say the son is just like a, you know, they're, they're glad that the father's in the home.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But as far as the interactions, it's more of like, oh, hey, what's up, dad? Mm-hmm. How, how you doing? And then it moves on type of thing. And I don't even know if that's how the relationship is going to continuously build. Mm-hmm. I just know that in TJ's life right now, um, the relationship with us is more so like he's looking for just my attention whatever way he can get it in the time that he has. Because the way I'm working right now, I see everybody probably three hours a day.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Three, yeah, about three, three or so hours a day, right? So in that time, in the in-between times where it's like impasse and I'm coming down for food or whatever, then it's like, okay, hey dad, this is what I'm doing. Look at me. Look at yeah. me. Look at me. Or in the afternoons. Hey, look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Look at me. Mm-hmm. So I have three hours to divide my attention. My attention between three kids. Yeah. And one of them understands attention more than the other two. Mm-hmm. But he's the one that kind of brushes it off the most if that makes sense
0: it does because it's almost comparable to how he'll talk about how he misses someone and then he'll actually get the chance to speak to them yeah and then he's like on the phone or on the video call for like two seconds and then he's distracted by whatever and he's done
1: right but with Atara, it's like she's just there 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 mm-hmm. you know
0: even if it's just to sit with you while you work
1: right or if i'm um like if I'm going through my emails mm-hmm. or whatever, she'll just come because sometimes I'll sit on the couch and I might just lay there or whatever. And she'll just come and she'll look at the screen and she might mess with it. Mm-hmm. Or like one time she deleted one of my emails <laughs> and I had to go and undelete it before I went. I couldn't find it anymore. But anyway, uh she'll just come there and, and sit. So I think those are two different dynamics. I like the one with Atara more than I like the The dynamic with TJ, Mm -hmm. because with TJ, I feel like I'm the villain in his life. Really? Yeah.
0: Oh, that's interesting.
1: Because with him, I play more of a teacher slash disciplinarian role Mm. with TJ. Interesting. Biggie. What? You go
2: no, listen. I
0: just—I mean, you're talking about your your view with fatherhood, so I don't want to chime in with how I see things yeah, on my. It is, but I don't want to start talking about me because this is about how you say so. Just, just say saying, it. I feel like I'm usually the one that's like coming down all the time with him. So it's interesting to me that you would say that you feel like that—that's the role you play or how he sees you.
1: But there's a difference because, like, you fuss. OK. Right. And that's a form like of a discipline. Like, hey, like it's like the snap, the initial this is what you're doing. This is let's redirect that. Mm-hmm. That's more so of what you do. Like mine is more of this is a heart issue. And this is something that cannot live in you. you? you, Does that make sense to you or no? You're just staring at
0: it. I understand what you're saying. I'm waiting for you to go on.
1: But does that make sense so far? Uh Uh-huh. Do you see what I'm talking about? Yeah. So, like, with yours, it's, TJ, why are you climbing up the back of the couch? Uh Uh-huh. Or, TJ, why are you, I don't know, throwing a toy in the pack and play?
0: We had a conversation about that earlier, and it went very well.
1: Yeah, so it's like stuff like that is where you sit. But mine is, TJ lies a man is not a liar mm-hmm. a man cannot grow to be a liar right mm-hmm. men don't do that men need to be trusted a man is nothing if he doesn't have his word that's a heart issue
0: so you're the deep I'm the surface
1: with TJ mm-hmm. but that those that's a different type of discipline
2: mm-hmm.
1: like that type of discipline is like you know, it 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 literally dives deep into the heart of who a person is. Yeah. And if one person like for if if that's the role that I'm playing, then that person can easily be looked at as like the villain in their life. Now I still have fun with them every you know now and again when I'm free, as far as playing or wrestling or hide and seek or mm-hmm. whatever. And I think that we play that line pretty well because we go back and forth between you know, alright fatherhood mode yeah. play time and it can go back and forth like with a snap mm-hmm. and be like normal. Yeah. And that's what I want. I don't want it to be I'm the disciplinarian and I can't be f- friends or have fun with you because I have to play this role. Because in real life with men With men, with friends who are men, is that what am I trying to say? I don't know. With manhood friendships, friendships between men, that's what I'm trying to say. Okay. With friendships between men, like it goes just like that. Like you can be, we'll be mad at each other. Oh, that's why y'all bounce
0: back so quick.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We'll be mad at each other, but then we're done with it Mm -hmm. and we go back to normal. Yeah. And that's just. How it is, mm-hmm. like I should be able to speak to you and tell you how I, f- how I'm feeling, what I'm thinking or call you out on whatever as a friend. And then we'll go back to normal mm-hmm. within 24 hours. I'll say mm-hmm. within with TJ, that's how I want it to be. Like I'm going to tell you what I need to tell you. And then we'll go back to doing whatever it is that we're doing. Yeah. So you're going to get this talk. Well, I'm going to lecture you and then we'll go back to playing after you understand what I have this, what I'm saying right now, Mm -hmm. until you understand what I'm saying, that we can't go back to doing what we're doing. And, and it's not like this is, you're going to get it right now type of thing. Mm -hmm. It's just a, you know, do you understand this concept, whatever it is in this moment, because I know he's not going to understand it all right now. He's only five. So I feel like I'm talking like I'm talking about him like he's like 10 or 15.
0: Well, I just think the reason why it might sound like that while you're talking is because we always talk about how TJ's emotional intelligence is just so high. Yeah. And so I think being aware of that and then talking about it in that way might make it seem like he's older than what he is just because of where his emotional intelligence is.
1: Yeah. But he understands and he does. He gets it. And then when he gets it, he tells me because he brings it up himself. Mm-hmm. He's like, dad, I'm, uh, I don't know. I'm exercising, right? Right. He's, he's saying that I understand the value in keeping up with my body. Mm-hmm. So he'll do his Spider-Man workouts or push-ups or whatever. And he'll come tell me, dad, my muscle's getting bigger. Mm-hmm. My muscles are getting bigger. So that's him understanding. Like that concept that I was trying to teach. That's
0: him developing his his value system. Right. Just pretty dope to watch.
1: You want to explain that since you brought it up?
0: Sure. So your value system is basically the things in your life which you deem essential in terms of how you um, view the world in terms of your morals and what you hold to be significant or weighty. Um, so like an example of having a value of family, um, let's say you're at work and for whatever reason, you have to keep staying late and you have to keep doing all this extra stuff and taking work home. And you're going to get irritated because if you value family, a family is something that is a value for you. You're going to want to spend time with them. You're going to want to get, want to give them more of you than whatever your leftovers are. And so In the same way that TJ is learning that exercise is important, exercise is significant, it's becoming a value of his as something that this is something that I want to protect. This is something that I want to make sure has time and is weighty in my life. So I just think that it's awesome watching him come into his value system, the things that um, he believes to be important. The things that he deems to be significant um and so being able to just kind of introduce that to him at five years old that hey exercise is important and it's not about being you know all bulked up or whatnot but you know i told him the other day like you have to keep your body moving like just if a car is just sitting and it never you know you never drive it the car is gonna slowly start to deteriorate especially right now during
1: quarantine quarantine you know what i mean like we're inside we're chilling we're eating Mm -hmm. we're you know Spending time doing stuff, but normally we're moving a lot more. Yeah. Like going from place to place, even. So it's extra important right now. Yeah. So that's just, but that's an example of him telling me like, dad, I understand this concept that you're trying. I understand what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And he'll do things when that's when I know that he gets it mm-hmm. is when he starts bringing it up himself. And not running away from it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or or when he started studying on his own.
2: Because
1: mm-hmm. I kept telling him, like, yo, TJ, it's good that you're understanding how to read and that you're understanding language and it's starting to click with you. But if you really want to be good at something, you shouldn't wait until me or, me or your mother are telling you to do it. Mm-hmm. So you have to do this thing that you want to do on your own. Because my biggest thing is for them to find who they are and what they want to do. Mm -hmm. Not for me to necessarily give them something. I tell all y'all, if y'all need something to do, I have something for you. Mm -hmm. But I would rather everyone find, you know, what and who they are outside of me giving them stuff to do. Yeah. Oh, So we have like a family mission and family goals. But I know each and every individual person is a, (laughs) an individual person with their own mind that they need to develop. Mm -hmm. So when he started to understand that he was like, dad, I'm studying dad. I'm studying. This is, this is me practice my writing and whatnot. So it was pretty dope.
0: Even now, like the small thing that I, that you, you can look at and see like, okay, he's not really doing anything. He's been asking like to, to cut paper. Which doesn't sound like a lot, but the better he gets at cutting the paper, it helps him with his um, fine motor skills, which helps him get better at writing, which helps him get better when he's coloring or drawing, which might not seem like a big deal. But by the time he gets to kindergarten and first grade and all that stuff, these will be things that he'll have mastered and his handwriting will look neater. And you know, the better you write, the more um, things you could do in terms of expressing yourself or drawing any type of art type of thing. And so, I just think that that's really cool that he's doing something, and he might not even be aware that it's helping him.
1: Right. So, bless TJ. Um, and I, that's like a short snippet, I guess, of our relationship. Mm-hmm. But I feel like I play that role of a uh, coach rather than like just, you know, what I mean. I do. Or at least co- the coach coaching part of fatherhood is heavier at this stage of our life, mm-hmm. um, which is cool. Does it, is it
0: like heavy and then lighten up and then it gets heavy again?
1: Yeah. It's all just ways. Like even in how I, the way that I parent is like ways, like there's times where I'm easier on rules or whatever, just mm-hmm. like, Hey, it's, you know, it's whatever,
2: mm-hmm.
1: you know, we're just going to glide and glide through this thing. But there's other times where I'm more strict on it. Like, I said what I said.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Now do it. And he lands in the middle in there somewhere. Now, other people will say, no, you have to be consistent all the time, yada, yada, yada. But that's not how life is. Um, so that's, that's the way I do with TJ. Mm-hmm. That makes sense.
0: It does. What about Tara? So I'm sorry. Go ahead. What? I was gonna say because I think it it's interesting watching how you'll you'll do the same as far as the discipline thing with Atara. Like when I tell Atara no, I'm gonna we're gonna get there at some point, but she really just don't she don't be taking me seriously, like at all. And it's annoying. Um really? It is. And I try not to laugh because she's so cute and it's just so ironic when she does stuff, how she looks at me. The thing she tries to sneak and do is ironic. So the irony makes it funny. But in reality, it's not funny. Like, I need you to do what I asked you to do the first time I asked you to do it. So like standing on the couch or messing with the DVDs, trying to hurry up and put them in the DVD player before I can get over there. Stuff like that. But then you'll do something like, I don't know if I was in the bathroom or what, but they were up here doing something. And you, I think, were in here working and you just like. You, you didn't go off on them, but just you used your dad voice was telling them <laughs> to stop. And I was just like, or and even when you were talking specifically to Atara, I was like, I wonder how that feels for him. Like, does that feel different for him saying that or doing that with Atara as opposed to TJ? Because this is like, oh, this is my baby girl. So I always wonder. So now here we are. And I'm curious. Uh I
1: think it does or it feels like it does because I don't want to. <laughs> like with, I don't I just I,
2: <laughs> I don't want to say anything about it
1: you know what I mean if she's even the white sometimes she'll just readily hit TJ I don't really care but I say something because she can't grow up thinking it's okay to, to hit yeah. people you know what I mean so it feels different in a manner of like if it was up to me and what I actually wanted mm-hmm. She would just, she would probably be just a brat.
0: Spoil rotten. Yeah. Tiny tyrant.
1: But I know that I can't do that mm-hmm. because I don't want a brat. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I have to at times, you know, say something to her. Other, other times it's like if I'm eating a popsicle and she wants something like those freezer pops that mm-hmm. we have, if I'm eating one and she wants something, I don't have a problem with giving her mm-hmm. off of my plate at any moment.
0: Which is so anything. interesting. The dynamic and the paradigm shift between that. Oh, yeah. You can have some too. When TJ was younger, Animal Kingdom on Animal Kingdom.
1: You That's because do. y'all, y- y'all were literally giving TJ anything and everything he wanted.
0: Y'all were not.
1: Yes. You, you, you were included. No,
0: in that. no, it's not.
1: Yeah. The mm-hmm. grandparents, you, it was like he had everybody wrapped around his finger. And I'm like, this, he can't. He can't grow up thinking this is gonna be it. So with me, you're gonna have to fight. <laughs> you're, you're gonna have to so, fight. So, so because Atara
0: doesn't have any outside influences, it's 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 fine because it's just you and you can you can flip the switch in that. T.J. Notion. is still
1: the golden boy. How he is? Oh, because you, you mean still, across the
0: board with everybody? Yeah, across oh.
1: the board, even with strangers. Like people say Atara's at cute, but people. TJ is at the age where he's has, he's getting his own style. Like he picks out his glasses. He has like people are sending him clothes or clothes that he's picked out. He's out of his like T-Rex shoes or those Spider-Man loafers. So he has actual style about him, right? He's his facial features. His body is starting to take the form of not a toddler anymore. So he's moving into more of a, a child kid like slender
2: mm-hmm.
1: he looks like he could be athletic type build and then he's joyful so he's easily likable he's still the golden child he still has like everybody wrapped around his fingers so he's still getting whatever he wants when he when you take him anywhere what do they say
2: <laughs>
0: people always try to give him something exactly. do you want a sticker, De- want a sticker. De- like, do you want he some candy he gets stuff at other people's doctor's appointments like you didn't even come for an appointment exactly. how are you coming out with stickers and candy
1: exactly so with him, he needs he needs some fighting you know? him. Mm. So, and that's just something that he has to have.
0: Even now, did you know he? I don't know if you heard him ask me this, but um, he he like thinks like all the packages that come are for him.
1: Exactly. Every time a package comes, hey, is what's that for, for me? me?
0: Like, sir, no, this like, is bruh. not yours.
1: That's how many packages he gets. So he's the golden child. He needs some fighting him, and that's what I'm gonna give him. I'm gonna teach him how to fight, and I'm gonna teach him how to. Uh, get it out the mud. So in case he needs to get it out the mud, he knows how to do it. Mm. But if I just say, like, you know, oh yeah, this come here, you can have what you want. You' going grow up spoiled.
0: But sometimes it don't even be a big deal, and you just say no, just for the simple fact of oh, anybody told you no in a while? Yeah, which is crazy.
1: He, that's it's what he needs. Mm. It's it's not crazy. It's exactly what he needs. You need to be able to take a. Now, this is, here's the thing, right? Uh, I don't want it to develop into like a, oh, well, it's just no right now. Mm-hmm. But you need, my thing is, you need to be able to take a no and not like implode and get depressed about it. Yeah. Take a no and move on.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: You know, that's, that's, that's what I want to impress on them. I don't want to impress on them like, oh, well, it's just, it's no right now, but I'll turn it into a yes, right? You need to be able to take it and move on. With Atara, she's not getting that same type of thing. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. she's she's not in school, so she's not graduating or anything of that nature. But she's not getting that from anybody but me. And it's me, 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 who's gonna give it to her. Like when we when she had, I guess she y'all had freezer pops downstairs, mm-hmm. right? And then she came up here and she asked me for another freezer pop, and y'all were like, "No." I'm she like, had
0: a freezer pop and already, I'm, and
1: I'm like, "Yes,
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes, you can have some." She had
0: a whole freezer pop, a whole mumbar and itself. And I'm
1: indoctrinating Aaliyah as
2: we speak. <laughs>
1: <laughs> as we speak, I'm indoctrinating Aaliyah too, because. um I want first of all, I I want to discipline them too, not in the same way as T J, but still discipline them because I want all of them to grow up with like that boss mentality of mm-hmm. like I can I can do this, I can run stuff, I don't just have to be a part of it, I'm a leader type thing, right? But with them, they need to know uh more so than not more so than T J but they need to know just as much as T J that they're uh, they're valued by me, mm-hmm. right? Because I'm going to be putting a lot of time in with TJ mm-hmm. and I need to be putting a lot of time in with them as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, because whoever, and even in the future, whoever they look to or whoever is going to come in their life, it's going to be some version that I I recognize is going to be some version of what I'm saying is okay.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So and the, and I've thought about this like that man. He needs to be able to give some young man. Yeah, he needs to be able to give the last of whatever's on his plate to them whenever they ask for it. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to give the last of whatever I have on my plate when they ask for it. Mm. Most of the time, most of the time, not a hundred percent of the time, but most of the time.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: So what they what they can expect from men in the world, or what they should expect from men in the world is what I'm going to give them times 10 here. Yeah. And what TJ should expect from healthy relationships from men in the world, I'm going to give him times 10 here. Mm-hmm. At least that's my mindset. I like it. That's what I'm trying to do.
0: That's good, though. Being intentional. Thinking in the future. But I mean, that's you. You're always forward thinking. Uh, this is good stuff, y'all. But we got to wrap it up. So I appreciate you for sharing your heart and your thoughts.
1: Sorry if y'all, you know, caught some of these, these allergy vibes. It's not a swap. I don't know what is going on, it's the but pollen. as soon outside. as we started recording.
0: Think about it. You were outside yesterday, messing with the car. I was so outside today too. It all in the pollen. Anyway, so, y'all. So once again, this is Confidently Free.
1: And Mr. Cornerstone, leave hey. us voice messages and <laughs> Send us email us, contact us. Tag you know, us. Let's interact.
0: All the good jazz. All right, y'all. Peace.
1: All right. Be easy.